Sky 2023 RFTB. It's Radio Free Tote Bag. I'm Donovan. I'm Audrey, and I'm signing up for Blue Sky. Throw in that invite code. We got them invite codes. We're now flying up in the sky. You know what else is in the sky? Birds. Birds. And fittingly, we've got Bird Respector with us. Welcome. Hey, guys. Did you like yeah, that intro? Bars? I, you know, I, I do. I love it when I'm on a podcast and the hosts put me over like that. You got to love that. We <laughs> <laughs> get picture. You're zooming around up in the, oh, you're doing a barrel roll. You're doing a triple axle. That's not a flying maneuver. <laughs> That's like an ice skating thing, I think. You're on the blue sky, too. Y'all were talking about it on Western Kabuki recently. We, yeah, uh, I, I fucked up. Uh, I had a bunch of invite codes early and then I had none. And I posted this thing on Twitter that was like, uh, I tagged whack and I was like, mm. Hey, uh, if you sign up for our Patreon, whack will give you blue sky, uh, invites. <laughs> and I completely thought that everyone would understand that. Like, that was a joke. <laughs> no, like within fucking five minutes, two people sent me like screenshots of signups for Patreon. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so oh, sorry. No. Like, that was a joke. Please. Like I'll refund <laughs> you. Like, don't do that. I don't know when I'm going to get any because I'm on the blue sky naughty list. So. Oh, dip. Yeah. Damn. What's, what should my handle be? I got to add Dono. That's you cool got to Dono, which is a fucking betrayal Dono. because we were trying to keep the branding tight. Yeah, and I was going to be RFTB. There's no way I'm just Audrey about, like, on this odd, bitch. Odd. Pod so I was going to go with Odd God. That's pretty good. A-U-D-G-O-D. I was just like, we're in the Ford sliding in before the doors even open. I got to get that exclusive handle and people are going to be clamoring, climbing over each other to get Dono. Audrey's already taken. You fucking bastard. Donovan was taken. I just took the period. Well, I guess you're RFTB dot Audrey. Yeah. Bird, what should her name be? It's odd. Uh, A-U-D. It's just odd. There you go. That's pretty good. I had the opportunity to just be Bird and I was a coward and hit Bird Respector. Damn. There was no just plain bird. There was, there was. I had the the opportunity to get my first name. I had the opportunity to get bird because I was oh. on. So I've been on there for like almost three weeks now. So I Holy had a, shit. I had the chance to get something good, and I was like, no, I'm just going to be a coward and take bird respecter. So uh, I mean, per Audrey's point, the consistent branding is probably good. Easier to follow people over. I was just like, what if uh, what if it was just four letters? It'd be so crazy. <laughs> I got Donovan three letters. Take him. The three is pretty good. I'm three too. letters. That's pretty good. It's an evergreen. What if I was the letter A? <laughs> at oh, well. A. Was there somebody on Twitter who was at nothing? It was just blank. Was there once mm. an at nothing? Am I imagining this? I don't know. I thought, I thought at one point there was somebody and it was just like an at sign and like maybe a space or something. And it was real confusing. You uh, seeing anything? Hmm. This is the part of the show where we look up Twitter names. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, a show about relationships. Okay. I do not see anything. I see a Quora post. Quora tours that oh, says, why do I see up. a blank page when I try to open Twitter.com? That's a great question. That's Listen, a great if you, question. If you have any idea what I'm talking about, if I'm not absolutely hallucinating this, I, like I swear their profile picture was just at. I thought it was a whole thing. Hmm. Tell me if I'm crazy or not. Now back to the show. Bird Respector, <laughs> thank you for joining us as the of third. Happy to be here. 
the third stone in the Western Kabuki trident glove. Wait, what the fuck is the thing from that Marvel movie? We've got the big glove. Infinity stone. The infinity, infinity stone. Yeah. In the and infinity in, gauntlet. And we've got the gauntlet. And we got we had Juniper in there. We had Wack in there. Now we've got our favorite bird on the planet joining us in this third slot. We're excited to talk to you. Uh, how's your dating life going? <laughs> you seeing anybody uh man you know i i recently was and after that went south and like a like a fucking cratered in the worst possible way oh, i'm no. like all right i'm gonna i need to find god i gotta get back my life on track <laughs> I'm-, <laughs> I'm in that place right now yeah. yeah so like i am friends or friendly with basically all of my exes and i am a serial monogamist and um so that means there's a lot of harsh feelings that come in at the end of a relationship like that yeah i dated this person for like fucking two or three months like between two and three months and there was so much animosity then i was like oh man this is like the exception that breaks the rule it was really bad so the last uh few months i've actually just kind of been doing my own thing uh but yeah I'm in the same boat, and I know a lot of other people currently going through breakups. I, As of three weeks ago, I think, I was marking down on my calendar, and then I was gone, and I forgot that I was going to do that. So I only marked for like a week. I think it's been three weeks. And I've been doing <laughs> updates each week, and I think I've, I'm I've gradually yeah. gaining more yeah. sanity. What's the um, name of the segment? Break, up, break Update. There you go. Break Update. <laughs> So I, I, I feel you on that. And I'm friends with most of my exes too, but this is this cool, unique case where we were living together and it came out of nowhere and now I kind of hate her guts. And so that's a lot of stuff to process and I'm <laughs> yeah. just about it. Yeah. yeah. Trying to find a new apartment, get the fuck out of here. You ever um, like um, end up hating so much, someone so much, it's like, holy shit. I have to like look inwards. I've never felt like this before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a yeah. very ugly feeling, hatred like, on that oh, level. You're man, like, what's up? With I, that? Didn't, I don't want to be capable of this. Yeah. It's not something I typically like feel towards people. And I've, I don't know, I had one ugly breakup in the past, and breakups are never fun, but this is just a particularly like motherfucker. Yeah. And so. I, I got out of town for a bit. I went to Philly. Shouts out to Liam from Well, There's Your Problem. I hung Shouts. out with him and Roz. I stayed with him a couple of days. It was a really nice. fucking great trip. It cleared cool my city. head. Big Philly fan. Big Philly fan fucking too. I'd only been there for like a couple of days at a time before. I did like a lot of walking around and eating fucking cheese steaks. I saw lots of friends there. Uh, it was it was cool. I went to the Mutter Museum. You know that place? What's Ooh. that? It's a museum of like medical oddities. They got like a hundred huh. skulls of people who died in various fashions. There's a bunch of like fucked up fetuses in jars. It's pretty gnarly. Okay. Liam That's was like, I, I went here as a kid, which is fucked in retrospect, but I didn't think I was squeamish and I'm feeling squeamish. I need to like, I'm going to go sit down and take a break from this. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of feel like I'm holding stuff back too. There was some gnarly shit in there. Pretty cool. millions and millions of years of evolution and conquest and all the full range of human experience. Your ancestors went through everything for you to be born and then immediately die and be a weird, like dead fetus baby thing. And, and in, a be in a jar. In a yeah. jar. Yeah. Uh, 
I think about that with dust to jar. (laughs) (laughs) I think about that with like, uh, like all sorts of little baby animals and shit that are born and then are eaten. It should suck. No good. You never, never made it. You little sea turtle. You know, you get laid in the sand just to get eaten by a gull. Your fucking life's purpose is the equivalent of a cheese it for some shitty bird. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> this stuff makes me sad. I was getting yeah. a little bit of that, but then there was also just like a visceral like, because shit in the jars is always just like wrinkly. Like, ah, oh, dude, mm. it's so bad. We have one of those shops out here in Seattle called the Curiosity Shop, mm-hmm. and it, every time I haven't been in there in years, but every time I'd go in there, it's like. You know, total tourist trap up on that pier and stuff. It's yeah. Hot. You see the shit in the jars, and it's like there was like a, I think a two headed pig in one of them, and I was like, I can't, dude. This is no good. Don't want I, that. This not is interested. No bueno. <laughs> there was um, my favorite thing. I think was like a thirty pound uh, removed colon. What was the condition called? It was something stupid, like along the lines of mega colon. It's not exactly that, but like hyper colon. It was some sort of mega colon, like the Trump colon. (laughs) (laughs) Impacted with too much beef. We've got the biggest colons. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to build a big colon and Mexico's going to pay for it. Something like that. (laughs) It was fucking huge. And it was in a display case by itself. And this isn't a very big museum. And I was just like, that rules that this is the centerpiece. And that guy died also. <laughs> and it wasn't like his whole body. They just like, they took the colon. Yeah. Just dying some excruciating death. Like, hey, uh, can we keep your colon? Can we- <laughs> Yo, this shit's don't need this wild. Meal. Can we have this? Yeah. Are you going to finish that? <laughs> oh, it's fucking, it's fucking huge. Jesus. All to say the, the trip and the nastiness in the museum that like got, made me forget about stuff. And then I came back and I was like, oh, I'm still in this shared apartment. Yeah. And she's not staying here. But I was like, I, I fucking hate this. I hate everything about this. Give me out as soon as possible. Mm. So that shit sucks. I'm sorry you're, you're going through a fucking hard one too recently because uh, it's a bad time. Yeah, bad times. No fun. Uh, well, you know, it is fun depending on the story, I guess, but embarrassing dating and relationship stories. Uh, Bird, what kind of, we asked this for all first time guests. What kind of, what, you said you had a few, you kind of got to pick from. What kind of story you th- you think in this week? Oh God. Okay. Uh, this one isn't really fun. It's actually kind of sad and fucked up, but it's funny okay. that I was just in the mix of it. So, uh, <laughs> like, f- Imagine if you either like me or hate me. If you're ambivalent about me, well, this might not be that funny. But if you're my friend, you'll understand why this is funny. Or if you hate my guts, you'll be glad this happened to me. But um, <laughs> I decided to. I don't like. I, I also, when we talk about stuff that's dating or sex wise, I think I made this clarification on the last time I was on here for the Patreon episode. Everything that I say should be prefaced with. Um, I don't care if other people do these things for the most part. Like I, I'm a pretty traditional guy, but I'm not, I don't look down on people who do like polyamory yeah. or, or just whatever. No, yeah. you know. So I decided to, for the first time, this was like a little over a year ago now to try and date somebody who uh, they were in a polyamorous relationship. And I never really oh, yeah. wanted to do that because it's like, well, that's not really, doesn't fit in with my long-term goals, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I'd been talking to this I person for it. a while. And I said, okay, fine. Let's give this a shot. So we'd hung out a few times and it came, t- <laughs> came time to go back to her apartment. Great. 
this is going to be awesome. Uh, I really have been vibing with this person. Everything's in the clear. We're all good. Everything's above boards as far as I know. We go back to her place and um, start having sex. And about 10 minutes into it, I come to find out that not everybody is into this. Not everybody is okay with this. Her husband <laughs> comes uh. into the room oh. and he is fucking crying he's like uh, I can't. yeah he's like i can't do this this is terrible like how could you do this to me this whole thing holy fuck so like i get up immediately and uh i was able to fortunately for me i was able to get my underwear on but then i got shooed out of the room jesus so, christ wait 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 wait. are your clothes still in there yes, while they're yes. having like the heartfelt oh, yes. you gotta let a guy get the fucking clothes bullshit. it's fucking worse and worse so they're in there fucking fighting my all my clothes are in there my fucking wallet my phone i can't even like text my can you come get me and bring up something <laughs> nothing i'm fucked right so <laughs> i'm just kind of sitting in there like the way that their their apartment was set up was like there was like a, a living room that shared a wall with their bedroom. So I could hear all of this. And I'm just sitting like, what do I even fucking do with this? I can't leave. I'm stuck here. They don't, they probably think I'm fucking gone by this point. Right. Um, and not then, thinking that Jesus. Yeah. Then her roommate uh, comes home and I'm just sitting. <laughs> this is, I swear to God, this is a true story. Her roommate comes home and she can hear them fighting and sees me um, on the couch. <laughs> And the, okay, so the look that she gave me made me feel a little bit better. Like this wasn't the first time that this kind of thing has happened. I think she just kind of like she kind of like rolled her eyes. She's like, "Oh my god!" And then so she and I talked for a little bit. I was like, "Yeah, I'm really sorry that I'm like naked in your living room. I want to go home. This sucks. Like, I don't know what to do." And she's like, "Okay, well, you don't want to be out in the living room when they come out. So just like come hang out in my room and get away from this." And we actually like straight up true story we ended up playing smash bros for like an hour yes yeah. eventually that's a cool such a, person such a g i'm still friends yeah. like not super close but we're still friends that's an incredibly cool person. yeah yeah so we played smash bros for like an hour and we just kind of like talked and like i was obviously very rattled and so she was like really like super sweet about it and then at like i don't know how maybe now i don't have my phone so time is an abstract concept at that point she goes out there and knocks on their door and was like hey man uh Caleb is still here and his clothes are in there. So she got my stuff. And then I was like, I don't mean to be rude considering the hospitality you just extended to me, but I'm getting the fuck out of here now. Yeah. <laughs> God. And yeah. Yeah. And that is um, my first and last stint with polyamory. I will that say this fucking crazy. They were yeah. extremely bad at it. Yeah. They're terrible at it. <laughs> oh that was awful. God. That yeah. was incredibly bad. Like, especially there are there's usually folks, especially like nesting partners, will have a pretty hard and fast rule about like, you know, you go to them, you go right. there yeah. away from the family home uh, to to like bring somebody into your into the marital bed mm -hmm. without everybody being complete. Like with if there's any inkling of a doubt, if there's any possibility that this could happen. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely fucked. This this I this one of we've been doing this for five years. We ask this of every single guest who have come on. This is maybe the worst situation. Really? I'm, on, I'm honored. Described. I'm so honored. Yeah. yeah. It sucks so fucking hard, man. That's incredibly bad. <laughs> I need you guys to also understand something about me too, is like 
I'm not like a conventionally handsome man. I have like the body of a California raisin, proportionally speaking. <laughs> Same. Like I'm not like I don't look and feel good when I'm hanging out in my underwear like alone. Let alone when this situation happens. I'm just kind of this schlubby fucking. Imagine coming home to your apartment. And there's just like this schlubby looking fucking guy like hair down on my fucking tits like uh <laughs> hey sorry oh. i was like banging your roommate and i got kicked out like <laughs> what's up with you how was your day you know just awful God. just terrible it's also he just needs- such so jarring you're going from okay we've been seeing things seem to be going well oh we're going to her place oh shit like we're gonna hook up that's cool and then not only interrupted but by a crying person is by a crying husband that's so that's, fucking jarring. That is so fucked. I have I've had the situation because like I've been uh, uh, I hate to use this term. I've been in the lifestyle for a very long time. And uh, <laughs> back in back in high school, uh, I was hooking up with this friend of ours at the house, and my girlfriend was present. She wasn't like in the room, but she was like around that. She was in the vicinity. Yeah. She was like at the house. Uh, and she went and she actually, in the midst of it, very similarly, got cold feet and got real upset about it and was not in a good place. She did not knock on the door. Yeah. She did not bust in. She fucking held those feelings and tried to work through them by herself without having to try to bring them to somebody who's in mm. the middle of something that's pretty fucking intense. So yeah. that's like so, so fucked on his part for for yeah. for. Uh, handling his feelings that way it's so fucked on both of their parts for uh not having giving full... you your shit yeah <laughs> and that too you should i thought oh that dude God. was gonna fucking kill me honestly like i thought maybe i'd been lied it's to happened or you, i mean dude comes in you know upset how you how can how could you do this to me or i think he said how could you do this to us which is even worse God. wait wait like, he's saying that to you no to her oh, while okay I'm, okay yeah. Yeah, I'm about oh. to be like, hold up, no, yeah. it's like you're the ones who decided that you wanted to do ethical non-monogamy, and now that you're in the practice of it, you're having a hard time. Like, yeah, yeah and know. you know what? To be like fair, I probably had some fault in this too because at one point she had said, "Hey, do you like want to come over and um, meet him and my roommate and do all this stuff?" And I had kind of kitchen table with it. Yeah, kind of, and I'd kind of known not i didn't know her roommate really but i knew she was we had mutual friends this is kind of how this thing happened um but i was just like no dude like because i had been talking to somebody um prior to this who was Polly, and was like you want to come over and like meet my husband before we do this This was the person i talked to right before i decided i'll give Polly a poly relationship shot and i thought about it i was like no i don't want to do that because like i i'm inexplicable listen you guys have been in, in the trenches I have not. I'm in my mid thirties. Like, I don't know how, the, how this works. Like, uh, what do we have in common besides like wanting to have sex with you? <laughs> sure. Like, right. you know what I mean? I don't really, yeah. I, I'm kind of a prick anyway. Like I don't talk a whole lot. I'm just kind of like, yeah, curmudgeonly. I'm not a prick. I'm curmudgeonly. I don't really like, yeah. I'm not trying to go out and fucking be best buddies with everybody that I meet. Yeah. yeah. Streets, Which you know I want to be clear is a perfectly valid position yeah. within polyamory. You can mm, choose okay, not good. to. Yeah, because I, I don't know what the ground rules are. I mean, it's it's based on what everybody's comfortable with. Now, if they have a situation where they need to know everybody that's going to be coming through, sure, uh, then that would be incompatible. But if that's a situation where they're like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I don't have to, I don't have to meet him. 
But they should know that shit. And I mean, it's it's in their fucking hands. So many companies. They should be telling you, hey, this is the things that we need for this instead of like, come meet him. Oh, wait, no, don't. Okay, we're going to fuck. Wait, he's in the other room and he's very sad. Yeah. Also, we're Actually, no, now close. he's in this room. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> also, just like if, if you're fucking like if I get being upset, I get like, oh, OK, thought this was fine and it's happening. And now I'm upset that happens. If somebody's Take been a lap, for, motherfucker. Somebody's been fucking for 10 minutes. Can you not just can you not just let him finish up? Is it that different, right. like 20 minutes versus 10 minutes that you had to come disrupt Yeah, I'm disrupt no stamina the king. Let's be real. That was, I mean, we were, <laughs> we were around and home. It <laughs> sucks, <laughs> Would not have taken that much longer. That's also Jesus just Christ. The, the vulnerability of like being mid-sex and being naked and all that stuff, that's fucking brutal. Huge shout out to their roommate. That is unironically yeah. like, damn, we I, salute them. There is a non-zero chance that she will hear this and think it's funny. I'm not going to name her, but on the off chance that you, because we're friends on Twitter uh, now, we are. We weren't at the time. Uh, if you're listening to this, just know that you were my angel that day, and for all days, I will hold you in my heart. We're, I'm saluting you if you're listening Definitely. to this. What a fucking hero! Because yeah, that's fucking hilarious, and I'm sure mm-hmm. as time goes on, that becomes more funny. But Jesus, man, that's. That's yeah. scary as fuck. That's a roller scary. coaster of bad things. It, it was. It was a calamity. I feel. Um, and let, now you, you kind of get my my preface. Like, if you're my friend, you'll understand why that's funny. If you hate <laughs> yes. me, like, yes, like, oh, uh, no good. <laughs> Very fucking funny. I hope anyway. they figure their shit out and and uh, do. They're still together from now on. They're still together. Be, I don't know what their st- situation is. Okay. We had a brief uh, series of texts afterwards, and we just haven't spoken since. Did she apologize or anything? Oh, profusely. She was uh, very nice about it. Yeah. At least there's something. No, no fucking kidding, man. Again, unironically hope that maybe the worst story we've heard in terms of just like emotional turmoil, danger, embarrassment, boredom, being stuck for that long. For that long. Yeah. (laughs) I sincerely hope that they get their shit figured out. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's obviously there's the drive to do this something in them says that they want to do this thing uh so i hope that they can reconcile that either with monogamy and sticking together or fucking break break the fuck up yo i got <laughs> this point. fucking right into hmm. radio free topic no yeah, help you we'll fix it for you yeah, you go. Really quick, I just want to say one thing that I forgot to mention. Uh, while I was <laughs> while I was out in the living room, I uh, it had been some time, and I didn't know what to do with myself. So I picked up a book off of their bookshelf and was reading some yep. like "Eat, Pray, Love" type <laughs> fucking whatever it was. Some it would be really ass, like. It would be super funny if you found a copy of more than two. <laughs> Polysecure. Said <laughs> they're reading Polysecure while they're screaming at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Come out. You know, I've been doing some research while you're in there. And I think I get to the bottom of what's. I think we can. Fix Here's your this. problem right here. I got it in the book. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. Holy fuck! Extremely good story. I uh, I feel like we're you can handle that. You're pretty equipped to answer what what people have been writing this week. How do we feel about doing some questions? Mando it. Let's go. Saddle up. And. Giddy up with me. I'm not, I almost segued it into a Horace Donovan for the read again. And somebody wrote in loving my character, Horace Donovan, but we are going to switch it up this week. Uh, it's time for the question box, but first a word from our sponsors. 
what am I this week? What could be a good advertising? Mystery Donovan. Care? Hey there, listener. It's me, Mystery Donovan. There's a question mark <laughs> tattooed on my forehead. Am I good? Am I bad? You don't know. But one thing you can be certain of is that my advice is worth taking. And I'm advising you to head on over to patreon.com slash RFTB. Imagine the mystery of each week knowing that you're not only going to get a main episode of Radio Free Tote Bag, but also a bonus. What could it be? What could be in the bonus episode? A mystery segment? Another lovely character like this one? There's only one way to find out. $5 a month, patreon.com slash RFTB. 180. No, wait. I can't remember how many episodes. Over 100 episodes in the backlog. It's a mystery how many episodes are in the backlog. And you get access to the Discord, and we mail you stickers and other fun surprises, which are like tiny mysteries themselves. Patreon.com slash RFTB. And I whip my cloak, and I disappear into a cloud of question marks. Incredible. Question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Good character suggestion. You saved me. Mystery, John. Making statements. Holy fuck, it's the question box. It's the segment of the show where you, the listener, can send your questions into us and we'll do our best to answer them. Uh, check this out. If you don't know how to do it, it's simple. Go to our social media at RFTB pod on Instagram and Twitter. Maybe blue sky soon. If we get a third code, send us a third code. Um, <laughs> and our website, RFTB.me. You don't have to make an account. You just click the question box link. I'm like retweeting that shit every week too. And, uh, you just type in your deepest, darkest secrets and questions and insecurities whatever you got into the box we'll try to make you feel better we'll try to give you some advice i think we're pretty good at it at this point new shit you can also send your voice memos to radio free yeah. bag at gmail.com if you want to forget to check it in that. your voice i checked it just now you checked it there's no, nothing there's yet nothing nope come on one of you could be the first imagine yeah. your voice up here with the greats <laughs> 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 Uh, but this week with uh, Bird, thank you for sharing the box out. We got like a fuck ton of questions. Um, and I probably should have picked one, but I was too busy thinking about mystery Donovan. Check this one out. This feels baddie to even ask, and I'm embarrassed just typing this out, but fuck it. Bird posted this in the Western Kabuki Discord, so I'll give it a shot. Shout out to I'm the a- maniacs. Shouts out. We gotta, we gotta get in this Discord. Uh, I'm a 29-year-old man. I was with one person for almost my entire life, all through high school, college, and for a while after. We split about two years ago, and at this point, I still have no idea how to date. I don't know how to talk to, approach, or engage with women outside the confines of my previous relationship, which was very harmful and toxic towards the end. And it's given me some hang-ups. I feel like if I don't make some changes soon, I'm going to be up or I'm going to end up alone for the rest of my life. That feeling is constantly looming large these days. Any advice? Yeah, first of all, uh, no, you're not. You're not going to be alone for the rest of your life. You're in your 20s. Yeah. Shut up. Like, with love, peace and love, shut the fuck up. You're going to be fine. <laughs> A supportive shut the fuck up and yeah. encouraging. 
Yeah, it's not a, a loving, a loving and encouraging. Please shut. The, you're going to be totally. How old did this person say they were? It was twenty nine. Twenty nine year old dude, dude. <laughs> you're going to be totally fine. Don't worry about that. Uh, I actually personally have been in that situation where you're, because uh, again, I've said kind of a not really, but kind of a serial monogamist. Um, when you end a, a long term relationship, I know that you guys probably have this similar feelings too. It's like, okay, well. Like, what does dating look like for me? Because when you date somebody for a long enough time, just by osmosis or whatever else, like you kind of absorb their mannerisms, their hobbies a little bit, whatever. Uh, For sure. You start to like shed those things and your identity starts to strip a little bare. It's like, well, who am I? What am I? Like, what are my goals? What does my life look like now? Well, those are the things you need to figure out first. You need to be good with yourself because if you're not good with yourself, if you're not figuring out, like the path that you want to be on uh you're not going to be satisfied in in any relationship frankly and i if i'm playing armchair psychologist here i would imagine that probably contributed to the failure of your last relationship just saying definitely possible and especially if you've just been in the one and it went on for a really long time and like maybe you started before you had like a lot of dating experience and stuff like i don't know there's kind of important things to pick up in that process and figure out about yourself and so maybe that's part of it too generally speaking though like just the way that you're talking about stuff here with kind of being like oh fuck i'm gonna be alone forever i totally get that feeling out yeah I've, i've gone in spirals like that um but that sounds like somebody who's not very self confident maybe depressed and the more that you kind of like believe that about yourself, like there's a self-fulfilling prophecy element to that. It's fucking, it puts so much pressure on you for any given date. If you're like, if this, I'm, I'm 29, I'm on death's door. If this doesn't go well, like I'm fucked. Like that's such a scary pressure weight to, to carry going yeah. into just dating, which you got to just approach as like a fun, low stakes thing and see what yes. happens. You can't be like, you can't come in yourself sweaty. out like this. Yeah. Um, and so what Bird was talking about there, I think, is the best advice. Just try to get yourself to like a stable place so that when you go into dates, it's not with that. It's from a place of, you know what? I'm fucking good no matter what. I've, you know, got my shit f- at least figured out enough that you're okay being by yourself. Yeah. And then let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, I like yeah. that. I feel like if you can't go on a date, and just laugh if it goes up in flames. Maybe you shouldn't be ready to date. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's not a. That's not an unfair uh, say thing to say. Because like if you're, God, if you're just gonna crash and burn every time something doesn't go right and it's really gonna hurt you, then you don't want to hurt yourself in that of way. Of course, especially when there's all that yeah. added pressure. Like if this doesn't work out, I'm gonna be alone. Like you gotta shed that. You gotta figure yeah. out the things that you want. You gotta be happy. And and I'll, I'll just say this too, like every great relationship I've ever had, uh, it happened in my opinion because I was like doing what was best for me at that point in my life and yes. I was on my own path and I was happy and fulfilled and doing cool things and somebody just happened to be going the same direction as me for a few years, you know, or whatever. Um, that's like what that dating shit's attractive. is, man. Yeah, for sure. And it's just a good way to live life. So yeah. listen, again, you're 29, you have all the time in the world, you're not going to end up alone, uh, you're going to be totally fine, I love you, you're doing the right thing, first of all, by being in the Western Kabuki Discord, yes. with all those other uh, high-minded individuals, uh, you're going to be, dude, I promise you, I love you, you're going to be fine, 
uh, if you are listening to this, if you end up listening to this episode, please DM me if you want to talk. Let's go. You're going to be fine. Okay. Hell yeah. The personal touch. We love uh, that. If I may, uh, dating at different ages and at different stages in your life is going to happen in different contexts. So the last time that you were dating, you were um, a teenager, like a, a teenager. And yeah. so you saw a pretty girl in class and you were like, oh, I want to talk to her. And you walked up to her and said, do you want to be my girlfriend? And she said, yes. And that's how that happened for you. It's the it's the easiest time in your life to date. The dating pool is right there in front of you every day of your life. And you go and you find somebody who's maybe wants to be with you in that way. Uh, it gets more difficult as you get older. Uh, but we have as much as shitty as they are, as much of a slog as they are, the apps work for yeah, the for the for the basic meeting of people. Uh, so because it's I feel like it's about finding somebody who is interested, not even specifically in you, but in dating generally. Yeah, because if Fine. just the danger of walking up to someone on the street and trying to say, like, hey, I think you're attractive. Would you like to, you know, whatever? <laughs> yeah, don't do that's, that. By the way. That's psycho shit because <laughs> yeah. you don't know what they're up to. You don't know what they're into. You don't know if they're looking for that. You don't know if they have to partner. You don't know if they're monogamous. You don't know anything. Yeah. But on a dating app, you know that they're trying to date. Yeah. That's that's one, like, there's that avenue. There's other avenues that you have as an adult that you, you know, don't when you're younger. I'm also just finding, like, dating has gotten easier as I've gotten older because, like, I know who the fuck I am now. And I Same. know what I want out of people. And I'm not super anxious and self-conscious going into dates anymore. And... I like I totally what you're saying where it can be easier to meet people when you're in school and shit and you're just surrounded by people. But like there's other avenues you can find to put yourself in a situation where you can meet people. We're always talking about fucking like do a class or something. Just put yourself somewhere yep. with like minded people. That's one avenue. The dating apps like Audrey's saying, you know, people are on that yeah. page. Easy avenue to meet people potentially. Um, so just. Don't don't get too fixated on like time's going on, like it's going to get harder and harder. Like, sure, in some ways it does, but in a lot of ways it gets fucking easier, too. Yeah. yeah. The dating apps can really beat you down, too. I've actually so I think I've told you guys this on the, the Patreon one, but uh, I've actually never I think I was on the, the dating app, one of the dating apps like for a few hours. and I was like, nah, fuck this. Uh, I have never <laughs> been on the apps it is actually not as hard as people make it out to be to find people out there. If you're like active and have a social life, that's all, all there is to it. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely it, true. There's less pressure in that too, where it can be kind of incidental or just, just go out with the idea of meeting people. Not I'm going to find a date, but like, I'm just going to yes. talk to somebody. And if people are into similar shit, awesome. And then maybe something takes off from there. For sure. I find that's a good way to remove that pressure. And it also stops you from like acting weird. Like it stops you from coming off like, ooh, I'm trying to, ooh, I'm trying to find somebody. Oh, that, can, that can be a little bit like, they can come off a little off-putting if, um, if, if it comes out as kind of like desperate, I guess. Yeah. So just let go that. of all that. It's fine to be alone. It's not going to be like that forever. In the meantime, work on the shit about yourself that you can control and find some fucking places to go where you can meet people who are into similar shit as you. You fucking got this. You know where dating gets easy again? Nursing Where's... home. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you got something to look forward to. <laughs> Just like high school. You're surrounded by baddies. 
There you go. <laughs> Surrounded by patties. There you go. Okay. Bernice. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Damn. Bernice. They call her the uh they call her the the denture. The, the denture remove. That's so much better than anything I was gonna get to. <laughs> I was trying to find it. <laughs> the fucking yeah, you got the gum going ahead of you, so don't even fucking worry. <laughs> All right, what else we got in this box? Let's see. I like when Audrey's wearing glasses. I can like see the reflection. It looks like like a hacker scene in a movie. I'm in. I'm, I'm in. Screens. <laughs> hey, Dono, Audrey, and guest. What's up? Just hit me with some date ideas. As many as you feel like. Go ape shit. All right. Just date ideas. Where are you going to go? Uh, fucking roller rink. Roller rink. That's pretty good. Why not? That's a fun one. And like any activity where you are, uh, you can kind of talk and do something, especially if it's something like a, like that, where it's probably newer, you know, unless like they're real into roller rink stuff, I feel like most people can like go do that as an activity, and it's fun to do a newish thing together, or something you don't yeah. do every day. There's something to Bowling. talk about. You Same fall thing. on your ass. She's got to scoop you up. You look into each other's <laughs> eyes, and you're like, "Wait, fuck! This is the love of my life." We've been on the rink. <laughs> bowling, Same also bowling. Good. Yeah, I'm going bowling later this week. I'm excited. Fucking I'm bowling. I don't. Know what I mean, I haven't bowled in the wilds a few months ago. But I'm bowling again. Ooh, 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 karaoke. Fun, potentially. Well, no, that's a good idea. If, if you're, you're going on a date with somebody that, who's a little, it. who's a little shy, if you if you are able to get up at karaoke, do that one because mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna impress by being like, <laughs> I'm gregarious and outgoing. I can't sing for shit, but that was fun. Wasn't that fun? Yeah. You know, that's a, that's kind of a cool moment. I like this. Um, I like going to a, like go to a patio when it's nice out and get a drink or coffee. And then you can just kind of chat and you're outside. So you can be like, Oh, look at that bird. That's a a cedar wax wing. It's a cedar wax wing. That's right. Oh, I love those fuckers coming up multiple times on this program, making them (laughs) famous. Potentially they got the R cedar wax wings got the RFTV bump. (laughs) Everybody's clamoring about cedar wax wings. Is that why I'm uh, hearing about them now? I was wondering about that. And people can't be. stop talking about the cedar wax wing. They can't. They really Could can't. Be. Crests are just in these days. Everybody wants a fucking crest <laughs> and a head crest now. Rock climbing? Are you pointing at me? Do I have a head I crest? I was pointing at you because I was about to be like, picnic in the park. Oh, that's good. Park, that's the good park in general, just like park, sitting in the so fucking good. park is really lovely. And that's like a... I don't know. You're going to enjoy that no matter what, even if the date, you know, isn't, it doesn't go anywhere. It's just nice yeah. to fucking sit in the nice. park with somebody. Ooh. Uh, uh, put a, put a word starts with a D ends with a G in front of park. You get dog park, dog park. If you have a dog, go on a date to the dog park. Cause That's you get to go. see the dog run around. You can see the dog yeah. in the front. Concert. You get to see all kinds of fun dogs. Maybe you're talking to other folks about the dog. Yeah. That sounds fun. Starts yeah. with the D, ends with the G. Head to the the Doug Park. Sure, it's a park, and it's only for dogs. Yeah, as you hang out, is, Ske- is Skeeter allowed to come? No, Skeeter's allowed. Fuck. Pat- Patty Manny's get the fuck out. This is dogs <laughs> only. Uh, rock climbing. You can't say rock climbing again. 
Did I already say it? Like you just literally seconds ago. Are you serious? Oh, oh my fuck. god! Shit, I couldn't remember if it was just now or like previous episodes where <laughs> I had a stretch of a year and a half of just saying rock climbing. Yeah, for any given activity, it is a it's a fun thing together though. And then their yeah. life is in your hands. That's great. <laughs> 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 really do a trust fall. Yeah, do yeah, a do first trust date fall. trust fall. <laughs> hey, I'm Dot. Hey, nice to meet you for the first. Hey, so turn would around. You, I'm would you like to do a trust out. fall? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's psycho shit. That's so wild. <laughs> and then you drop him. <laughs> and then you go, ah, bitch. <laughs> I'm kind of a kooky date. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you do it. That's advice to the last person to do a trust fall and then drop them to keep them on their toes. Be that exciting. Quirky date. That's like, that's a very strong nag. <laughs> Physically <laughs> nagging. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, shit, 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 shit. Anything else? What's it? Uh, uh, I got a couple, man. Uh, I yeah, am a got. huge aquarium guy. Aquarium. Yeah. Aquarium is a good, really good first date. Uh, very serene. It's very yeah, calm. Surrounded very by water. Fun, nice and good. Lots um, of stuff to talk about. Yeah, for sure. And then in Tacoma, Washington, where I live, we have the biggest rhododendron garden in the world. And yeah, I think it's the world. It's big. Just a big part part of the park is just you can go walk around. There's nice, pretty rhododendrons everywhere. That's a good one. And then you can do a picnic or it's also next to a bunch of stuff where you can get dinner or beer or whatever. And then my personal favorite is um, the drive-in theater not far from me does yes. like shitty old red movies on a first date are, or I'm assuming we're talking first or early dates here. Movies on a first or early date really aren't good because like you can't talk, but if you're yeah. in a drive-in for a, a, like a retro movie or something like that, like you probably both have seen it and you're just there for a fun time. Like I had um, a fantastic, it was, wasn't a first date, but it was close date where we went and saw jaws and it was like fucking badass. Yes. Yeah. i've seen jaws probably 50 times it's one of my favorite movies of all time but you can kind of fuck around and talk and stuff and you're not missing anything because it's jaws Who yeah cares, right? you've seen it yeah uh, so that's a good one too i don't know generally like speaking anything where there's something you can point at and talk about is pretty good it makes mm-hmm. it like you're not at a loss the for stimuli is provided you can riff yeah you don't have to yeah. think of things that's why you know that's it's sort of you're you're making a podcast with somebody new basically you need to have something something <laughs> to stimulate bit. the conversation for, Yo, for yeah. sure and if you're like me and you got fish knowledge you can be like that's a lung fish that's one of the few lobe fin fish remaining they're actually closer to us than to the ray fin fish no, no, don't, you crazy. don't want to do that lest you be involved in fish bro twitter you don't want to be involved in that <laughs> I gotta get a fish bro Twitter. I went on a date to the Natural History Museum here a couple years ago, and I like forewarned this gal who I'm still friends with, shouts out, uh, that I was gonna talk her ear off the entire time and she could tell me if that was too much or getting annoying, and she was down for it. And it was great. Hey, I just got to tell you yeah. fossils and so apparently that's attractive to people sometimes, and that's pretty cool. That so that's another cool. thing. If you got something like you're into that's, I don't know, that you could like go to a place and be like, hey, check this. Show. I want to share this thing with you. Yeah. If you're that a nerd be- ass and your partner or your potential partner, this new person you're dating <laughs> is also a nerd ass. Arcades are just Ooh, fucking incredible. One. That is fun. Unless you're too competitive. 
Yeah, I might be too competitive for an arcade date. Actually, I took a. a you want to play Street Fighter Third Strike? I swear to God, it wasn't Third Strike, but I took a lady friend to an arcade, and we, um, the vibes uh, deteriorated quickly over Street Fighter. Oh Park. no! <laughs> and it, I swear to God, it was not because of me. I was like, "Fuck it, you can just win. I don't care." But she was like, "Anyway, no, yeah. you have to try." Yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I was doing the E Honda button mash fast sure. charge thing. Thousand hand slap. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sorry. I'm not like a a he. I, I don't know. I, I was bad at it, and she was like, "You have to be better because like, you're letting me win." I was like, "No, dude, I just suck. I swear to God." <laughs> no, I'm literally She's just bad at the game. Also, E Honda's yeah. a charge character. That's kind of like it's not intuitive to use. <laughs> I've never played a Street Fighter. They're good. I've only, as as the, games I've only fought. I've only been the Street Fighter out on the streets, <laughs> throwing hands left and yeah. right. Yeah, that's Donovan. I'm kind of a badass. <laughs> uh, I, I was telling somebody I work with today that I have a second degree black belt, and she was like, "What?" <laughs> She's like, "No, you don't." I'm like, "I do. I kind of do. I did martial arts for like eight years." Fuck yeah! Yeah, nice. Yeah. I, I I did like Taekwondo as a kid and got a black belt and probably not a particularly legit. This was in Arkansas and in, in northwestern <laughs> right. Arkansas, yeah, yeah. southwestern well, Ohio, yeah. kind of same deal. Well, you did for like eight years. I was like a I was below ten for the. I think I did it until I was ten or something. And it's like a, I don't yeah. fucking know. I don't know if this was legit at all. It was Arkansas. It was ten, <laughs> but I still have that black belt somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I have this thing and I have no knowledge of. I don't remember anything about it. Definitely don't have my gi, which would not fit me anymore for sure. (laughs) Uh, I tried to put on my old gi uh, recently and I knew it wouldn't fit, but I was like, how bad is this going to be? And it was very bad. No. (laughs) (laughs) No good. No good. All right. We ready for another question? Yeah. Let's do it. uh, Martial arts tournament. Good date idea. Martial arts tournament. Oh, there like you a go. date idea. You watching or participating? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First date, beats should have each other. That's there the bonus. That's their bonus suggestion. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, this question is for Caleb. Oh, You've boy. said you're a little shorty in the past. <laughs> have you ever dated a woman taller than you? And if not, would you? First of all, uh, I. I'm not that short. I'm 5'10". I say I'm 5'9", so people expect the worst. I'm 5'10". I'm 5'10", also. It's not that short. Not that's that short. the middle of the road. Sub-6 manlet, fine. That's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. Uh, but yes, I have dated women taller... Uh, well, singular, one woman taller than me, and it was fine. I don't think that's yeah. a really a big deal unless you're really insecure, and uh, yeah. I'm not. I don't care. Same way. I'm also 5'10". I, I dated a couple people who were like six foot. It's it's, yeah, it's nothing. Whatever, it's fine. Climb <laughs> them like a tree, dog. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they can boost you up places. <laughs> they can reach things on the top shelf for you. It's great. I would like another stuff. tall woman, taller than me, to step on me. I want taller. All right. <laughs> I want taller very badly. <laughs> Listener, are you over seven feet? Do you have big boots you could throw on? Come squish Audrey like a bug. 
Yeah. Sexual style. <laughs> Sexual style. <laughs> now I've, uh, I don't know. I think, feel like half of the people, half of the women I've dated have been my height or taller than mm-hmm. me. I guess the ones taller than me, I think that was mostly kind of ho- like friends with benefits situations, the couple I'm, I'm thinking of. But I have like a lot of people who are my height exactly, maybe slightly taller, maybe slightly yeah. shorter. And uh, I don't know, you can share clothes sometimes. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that does rock. You can, uh, where was I going with this? I had an additional thought on this thing. Oh, I've heard, like I heard from them, like, you know, having guys not be into them because they were too tall or whatever. And they're like fucking 5'10". And it's like, that's crazy like i've heard that same insecurity in in reverse from women on the taller side being like you know guys don't want to date me because of this or they've got to be like extremely tall and that kind of sucks so i don't know fuck that shit if you think somebody's hot just go see what happens yeah yeah, for sure like if you if that's what you're attracted to whatever no like no shade but i just think like bodies and stuff like it's so weird kind of i mean it matters because everybody has their preferences and we can't deny that but who cares man if you like somebody just fuck go for it yep awesome people come in all shapes and sizes so we would all date a tall lady the dms are open (laughs) hop on in let's go (laughs) what else we got we got an update here and i'm very excited to read update hi dono and audrey hello It's MJ again from the Eel episode with an update. I wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Yours and Branson's words were so touching, including your answer to the other disabled question asker. Yes, Branson was an absolute delight. I'd love to see him on the show again. Maybe. Maybe. When the pod was released, I was listening to your advice and thought, wow, I hate my job. I wonder if that's holding me back. Turns out, yes. And I decided I was going to change that. I applied for a lot of jobs, including a long shot for a job at a nonprofit animal shelter in Chicago that required a college degree, which I did not have. It is my dream job. And guess what? I got my dream job. Let's go. Let's Let's go. Hearing your encouraging words gave me a boost to go for it. And I'm super grateful. I did ask someone out for a date as well and got ghosted, but that's okay. You're always welcome at the Polly house. <laughs> we are steps from the lake, have three dogs and three cats to snuggle all the video games, D and D and I'll crochet you a crop top. Thank you again. MJ. I'm going to take something oh, yes. a little longer than a crop top. I got a big tummy. I'm going to need something a little longer, but if you want to crochet <laughs> me some kind of something. I that is a that. really, really nice listener that you guys have. Yeah. We got a lot of those. Are all your really... listeners that nice? Many of them. <laughs> we get so so much <laughs> mean shit in our inbox. Guys. <laughs> I'm like, what? What is that? Like, yeah, come over and we've got dogs and I'll knit you something. Like, all the people that email us are like, uh, actually, you got this fact uh, three episodes ago, modestly incorrect. And I use a paragraph about it. We're just like, Get the what a nice, what a nice listener. Very uh, lovely. Yeah. Uh, eel episode, though. What, can I have some context on that? Because this is uh, what was the uh, I was with Branson Reese, who does Swan Boy, and he had recently done a, a, a like a, a little plot line about one of the characters has two neighbors who are eels who are fucking, and then we started just talking about eels generally and like their weird reproduction habits. Half of the intro banter section was talking about eels, and so, so it was, was kind the of eel the eel episode. episode. Okay, yeah. just this is a show about relationships. 
ostensibly, but sometimes we get into other It's a show about eels. It's a show about eels. No, this person was really, it was like a very long question. They had just moved here. They were feeling insecure and like, I don't know, worried about kind of breaking into the queer community and feeling like they weren't enough and the job stuff and all of these things. And like, fuck yeah, we, I really love love hearing updates from people. Yeah. And when people take the time to write that in, that is a genuinely energizing thing for us. That is a big part of the reason we've continued to do this show for so long. So thank you for writing all that in. That's like really fucking sweet of you. I live in Chicago. I would wear a crocheted crop top. Message me on Twitter or something. Crotch top. You seem cool. (laughs) I have one. I wore it in Philly. I was getting the most checked out I've been in my entire life walking around Philadelphia in a crop top. Multiple people were like, fuck yeah. That made me very happy. Uh, And I ordered another one. Another Aiden Arada merch drop one uh, with a horse on it. And it says, this girl runs on doom scrolling and uh, Wellbutrin with like the kind of logo, the the label of Wellbutrin. I'm excited for one anyways it's fucking belly out summer motherfuckers come look at my hairy belly button in chicago should i Keep just fucking out. do it i got i yes. got a big big time own it own that should i just shit. be like here it is motherfuckers fuck yeah enjoy it's, it's confident let's fucking take go. take it in yeah short take skirt a and a crop bite. top maybe just maybe there you go get fucking slutty with it oh, yeah. crochet us some crop tops we 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 if you're open to doing this i am a large I think 2x baby let's fucking go get them get them. crochet would look fucking I don't know now I'm like shit I don't know anything that's crochet that could look rad as fuck yeah DM us we like you <laughs> we like you a lot <laughs> all right uh let's find another one here cha, 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 cha. how about the how about the one specifically because you were just saying about how how your listeners are super mean did we get a mean one we got a somewhat mean one. Is it one of the ones I highlighted? What is the most? It's one of it's the ones right below. Yes. Yes. All right. This is a Western Kabuki specific one. Who on the Western Kabuki podcast is the most divorced of the three of you? (laughs) (laughs) That is so mean. Hmm. Jesus Christ. Oh man. Uh, I'm just going to answer honestly. And if any of my co-hosts or the, our actually divorced producer, Alex listens, I mean, I guess he wins. He actually is divorced. Um, Being genuinely divorced. Yeah. Yeah. But he actually produces the least divorce energy. He's the most sweet, just nice, good, uh, least divorced. wholesome force in the, in the show. Um, <laughs> so despite the fact that he actually has been divorced, um, he is the least Juniper also is thriving, does not give off divorce. So it's basically a mere whack. Um, both of us have pretty divorced energy. I'm gonna be real. <laughs> it's probably me, dog. Like, I'm not, not going to front. I have divorced ass energy, you know? Yeah, I'll just say it's me. Fuck. I'm not even like Damn. saying that to take one for the team. I do produce the most divorced energy. Yeah. Fuck. I've been you playing Tears of the Kingdom for like fucking five days straight. Uh, I yes. in that time have showered only twice. I yes. don't haven't left the house. Uh, yeah, it's definitely me. I'm the divorce. I'm the divorced one on the pod. 
That fucking rocks. You know what? Confidence is sexy, even if it's confidence about being a divorced guy. I'm yeah. going to get really into father's rights, even though I don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Start referring to our children, the way that things are affecting our children. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm drinking a Bud Light right now. I'm going to pour that down the drain. I'm full on reactionary uh, spiral because of that one listener question. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Let's fucking get it. That rocks. I'm cutting Why? my hair tonight. Your listeners are so nice. Our listeners are fucking me. Oh, they wrote in one of these things. Oh, oh, Pepe. I'm feeling friend energy. Fucking creep ass shit. I'm so sick of Pepe. I can't believe that's having a little resurgence among. Is is Pepe coming back? There's some stupid cryptocurrency with it that little fascist nerds love who use like the baby coin. Yeah, it's annoying. I'm sick of looking at it. And that's my. Oh, there's also pay, pay, Rick take. Coin. Rick Coin. Rick. Rick What's Coin. Rick coin? Like Rick Sanchez. Oh God. Rick that and Morty. Is, Rick I would Morty. kill both of them with a sock full of quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the Rick Coin was a real physical object so I could drop ninety of them in a sock and kill them with it. Yes. Uh, I wish I could parody. Shove by them. the way, I would. I don't want parody. Parody. <laughs> This is not parody. I want to put Rick and Pepe up my asshole and crush them between my thick cheeks. Did I say what it a the weird beginning? way to what a weird way to kill somebody? <laughs> the the podcaster's poorly disguised fetish. Well, we know what your Mortal Kombat fatality is. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah him. you jump on them like you jump on them with spread eagle. Oh. Their head goes into your asshole, and then you fucking yeah! clap cheeks. Jump oh. up and the spine comes out and I've got like a cool bone tail. That's hard that, as fuck. That fucking rocks. That is a really good fatality. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Did I say at the beginning that if I get, I promised a good friend, a oh, lotion yeah. wizard and everyone on Post. Blue Sky, give me a hundred follows. I'm at like 20 right now. Give me a hundred follows. I'll post ass. I've got the picture ready. I took a good butt picture. All right, it's a I'm good on blue sky right now. I'll, I'll recruit your cause. You just added me today, didn't you? Yeah, we're in. There. I got that. I got that bird. Follow, follow me. I'll post butt. It's a good butt. Yeah, it's a good butt. Alive. And that's my and that's my plug for my own ass and how you can see it. How about we do one more question? Okay, fuck it. Did you read? Oh, you read the last one. I sh- well, no, actually, I fucked it up. You read the last one. Oh, yeah, but you 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 teed me. I yeah. encouraged you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this time we can uh, explain. It's not just me being a, a moron. <laughs> What's a cute one? Uh, yeah, it would be like a cute little kind of and one. There is this uh, one. This one's baffling. All right, what you got? What's your earliest booty slash bathroom selfie? Like chronologically, like in my life, ever. What? But what do you mean, booty versus bathroom selfie? Because these are like two, two different, different things. things. Yeah, ontologically different pictures that we're talking about here. And also, we're we talking about taking or receiving. What's what's the what? What are we going? Yeah, we got? baffling. This I think this was from last week when we had Olive on, who does OnlyFans mm, stuff. Yes, maybe that's for her, but like in the same way, like those are different things. And also, yes, yeah, sending or receiving. Yeah. I don't fucking Earliest. know. Or like, 
I woke up to a uh, to nudes one time. Like That's they, pretty cool. The person had uh, 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 prepared some nude photography. Like first, thing, like they woke up and was like, "Here's my boobs." And I'm Wait, like, now, yes. you're, now you're saying early? This is it early in the day? Yeah, in the day. Yeah, <laughs> another interpretation. <laughs> Valid. Okay. Yeah. I got a nude at like 5 a.m. once because I was up all night for reasons and uh, I was texting <laughs> with this person. She was waking up and saw my text and was like, here, and sent me a titty picture. That was pretty great. That does that was at 5 in the morning. That's pretty, pretty early. fucking early. I don't know when I've... I sent... Okay. I don't know if this is admitting to a crime. I'm going to say that I wasn't underage when this happens. I have a bunch of kind of like skin bridges on my penis, like scar tissue. And I can put about 15 earrings through various places on my cock. And one time I did that and sent a picture to my romantic interest or whatever at the time. It looked fucked up. Where'd you get 15 earrings to put through your cock? I had one ear pierced. At the time, and for some reason, I had like a million studs. I don't think I, okay. I probably ran out of those. I think I was using other stuff too. Like I could put one particular pen. one. I could put a fucking Q-tip through. Yo, Isn't that fucked up. Yo, you got to kind of stretch it. But and this has been the ending segment of the show, right? Talk about my <laughs> deformed deformities of the penis. <laughs> to be clear, it's a, it, I'm single again. Just in case, again, I have a normal penis. I want to clarify that it's just a cool trick that I can do that is, you wouldn't notice if I didn't point it out. But I can put it's like a- 15 earrings in my penis. <laughs> Does that answer your question? (laughs) (laughs) That was my bathroom booty slash bathroom selfie. Bird, you ever said anything nudes? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude. Uh, My nudes have been leaked on Twitter like twice. Really? Oh, fuck. That sucks. It does suck, man. You know what's (laughs) fucked up about it? It was like the person that leaked them was the boyfriend of... Somebody I was seeing who she didn't, even, she didn't even have Twitter. Well, uh, ex-boyfriend while we were seeing, but they got back together yeah. and he found yeah, out. Yeah. Anyway, and he that had a Twitter sucks. and he posted it and like tagged a bunch of people that I was like friends with and stuff. And then God. Um, some like dude that <laughs> some dude that hated me, like saved that. And then like a year later was like, hey, is this you or whatever? I was like, yeah, dude, that's my fucking dong. Like, yeah, that's my I, mean. I, I'm pretty sure I retweeted it. Honestly, <laughs> that's how you disempower it. Yeah, cares, man. real. I appreciate that energy, though. It's only been like besides that one I'm describing. I don't know. Like, I guess I sent some nudes over my life, but it's only been like relatively recently that I've been like confident in doing that and like had sure. some sense of like how to not make it look like a forensic photo. And that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a good feeling. It's really, it's really fun to see. Forensic them. photo? Come on. <laughs> yeah. I think the best thing I could say about like the dong pics I, I've sent over the years is like, at least I'm not standing over a toilet. That's all I got. Fair. Fair. We, we had I'll Mike from YKS on. Was his, his list of uh, poor old porno guys on uh, on Twitter. I go through that when I'm feeling that. down now. It's fucking great. Multiple fucking toilet shots. One dude squatting on the toilet, posting a dick pic. It, it fucking rules, man. Oh my god, dude, that's the most powerful kind of guy. Is the toilet dick pic old, guy? No fucking shame. Bonus points for shit in the toilet. <laughs> Uh, let me tell you this. 
I have boobs now. Let's go. Let's go, boobs. So those get those get posted places. Like those go those go spots. Yeah. Has there been like a learning curve or like I don't know any kind of excitement to being like, oh, this is a new type of nude that I can see? Yeah, absolutely. It's because it's like I don't have a ton. Because uh, I smoked uh, nicotine during uh, the earliest parts of my transition, and so I didn't. I stunted my breath growth, tissue growth. Marlboro, R.J. Reynolds stole your titties. Exactly. Uh, so it's like a lot of like getting them pushed in with your arms, and like getting getting that, and kind of getting oh. that angle up, uh, and trying not to catch too much of your double chin in the fucking top of the frame. <laughs> <laughs> the angles with solo shots are so fucking difficult. At least I figured out like you can put a timer on the camera. Yeah, that helps. Like, if I put uh, it like in a window or something. This is up. the big one for for taking titty pics. Is like you pull them up she's, with the one arm and the you do arm. the shot. Oh, she got one arm under the titties, the one arm yeah. with the camera. I heard yeah. the Zelda noise. I think that speaks more to me than you. But when you had your arm up, like I was thinking, like, nah, 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 nah. like okay, that's the guinea pig angle. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. You got the thing. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom whips ass. By the way, that's our last, my last little snippet topic I'm putting on here. That was a fucking great time. Have my, you finished uh, it yet? Not even fucking close. I'm off the. Yeah. I'm off the initial island. Oh, I'm making okay. vehicles so I'm and stuff. Here. God damn it. Yeah, I haven't even gotten to questions. any like the first. <laughs> I have so many questions on what to do. I'm yeah, it's a fun game, but I'm I'm baffled by it. Post stuff in the Discord, dear listeners, if you're playing that too, because I'm getting a kick out of seeing other people's stuff, and it lets me figure out how to play the game. Cause I kind of forgot. Uh Liam's fiance was playing that. The last night I was there, I was like, fuck, I don't feel like doing anything. I don't want to be like you know a downer or whatever and he's like oh i'm exhausted i was feeling bad that i didn't want to go out and do stuff and i was like this is perfect let's drink a beer and sit around and play some fucking tears of the kingdom that is a fun thing to tandem play with somebody and that be rocks. like how like the fuck do off. i do this thing yeah very that's fun. uh i'm playing through chrono cross right now and corla will be my co-pilot like i'll be like how do, where do i get oh. this it's like look this up while i you know whatever that's Good a fun show. way to do stuff and not have yeah. to look a million things up. JRPGs particularly are great for this because a lot of it's pretty mindless, so you can have like a full on conversation while you're like yeah. doing combat. It's kind of like watching a TV show, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's really fun. And that's the video game corner. And that's the end of the program. We got to thank yeah. Blue Respector for joining us. Tweet, tweet. Let's go. Tweet, Let's go. Tweet. Uh, thanks for coming on. You're fucking yeah, great. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. We uh, a lot of we fun. love talking to you. Where oh, can yeah. the people find your stuff? What do you want to plug? Uh, God, who cares? Uh, Bird Respector <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Follow me or don't. I don't know, man. I just I fucking hate Twitter so much now. I'm on there out of just oh habit, I suppose. Inertia. Inertia. Yeah, yes. Awful. Inertia. It's, it's so good. fucking bad. It's so bad. It's getting worse by like the fucking hour. It's like I as a bit on Western Kabuki, I was like, uh, Elon Musk is a pedophile. And then fucking 24 hours later, he gets subpoenaed for Epstein stuff. Like, let's go. Jesus you can just say it and it'll become true. Like, think of the worst thing. Like Elon's a neo-Nazi. Well, look how that's going last week. Yeah, it's just awful place to be. You can find me on there if you want. Um, our podcast is Western Kabuki. If you're a listener of this show, you've heard that link before. 
we're having a lot of fun. Uh, would be a treat to have you guys on at some point. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe we can work that out in the coming weeks or months or something. Um, that's all I got. We would love to. Highly recommend y'all show. I think people who who like our sense of humor would appreciate y'all also. And uh, you've you've probably heard the episodes with Juniper and, and Wack. So let's let's Juniper. I love that Juniper mode. <laughs> Juniper mode. Let's go. I don't want to talk about fucking gooning in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Maximalist come. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, thank you again. And you heard from Mystery Dono earlier. We got a Patreon. You can get bonus episodes of the show each week. We do Reddit questions. We had Bird Respector with Juniper on a couple months ago. Uh, all kinds of good guests and segments and stuff back there. I'm trying to vamp... It logged me out of Patreon. This is taking longer Uh-oh. than it even usually does. And I'm back in, and now I'm in patron mode and not creator mode. And this is terrible radio. <laughs> I Follow can edit around that it. advice. You get that motherfucking bonus episode each week. Pretty cool. And we have, I'm confirming now, 127 episodes in the backlog. Nice. Imagine. It's like opening the chest with the big rupee in Zelda. You just keep hearing that ding, 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 ding noise in the wallet. That's episodes going into your phone. You could have it all. My empire of bonus episodes. Uh, $5 a month, you get that Discord access. We will send you a sticker. But for $10 a month, you get all of this. And we will shout your name out in lights at the end of every episode. Audrey, who are we shouting out first? We begin, as is our custom, with Brock. We're shouting out Anthony Limber. We're going to shout out our beloved Day One Barb. We're shouting out my own dad. We're going to shout out Daddy Dylan. We're shouting out Gigi. We're shouting out Hoobstank. Two in the pank, one in the stank. We're shouting out <laughs> K-friggin' Money. <laughs> We're going to shout out Mal Criata. We're shouting out... Mick Proletariat. I change the pronunciation every week for fun. It's good. Uh, we're shouting out, ooh, it feels so good to say, Mickey Flykick. It is a great one to say. We're shouting out Riley. From episode 105, the Yellow Rose of Toteland, we're going to shout out Ryan, Rich Homie, Click Clack. We're spreading out shoutable fruit. <laughs> we're going to shout out super deformed, form, 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 form. It's bird mode. We're shouting out Tufted Tit Mouse. Tweet, tweet. Uh, and up next, uh, and finally, we shout out our very good friend, Ren. Thank you so much for supporting us at the $10 a month level. You truly are the wind beneath the our wind wings. The wind beneath our wings. You're the wind beneath our wings. You are the wind beneath our wings. Caw, caw. Caw, I think it would really take the fucking wind out of the sails of that song if there was just bird noises just the whole time. <laughs> Bette Midler just crooning. Did you ever know that you're my... <laughs> and like a, a parrot like saying, saying some right. mean words. Wind beneath my wings. <laughs> you are the wind beneath our wings. Who did the music? I did the intro song. It's Horn Filters, the love theme from RFTB. You can find it and more songs like it at soundcloud.com slash RFTBpod. Outro song, Bellowing Pines, Rat Curse. Find them on streaming. That's it. That's it? Okay, yeah. Blessings upon you and your house. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks again to Bird Respector, and thank you for listening. 
I love you. Thanks, bye. Take care, guys.